Welcome to an audio podcast featuring Pastor Zach Kawara of Weather Alive Ministries International. Listen to some down-to-earth and comprehensive teachings as presented by Pastor Zach from the pulpits of Weather Alive Ministries International. Hallelujah! Amen. Put your hands together again for Jesus. And add a shout of Hallelujah to your clapping. Praise God. You see, we can never thank God enough for salvation. Uh, sometimes all you need to do is take a proper thought of your trajectory as to where you were going before Christ came into your life. And continue on that trajectory and think about seven years later what you would have been if you had continued on that path. Where would you have been if you had continued on that journey? And somehow Christ came and intervened. He intercepted a very negative trajectory into a future that was doomed. And some of you today, you are married. And you have a family. Wow, you could have, you could have been something else. Uh, thank God for salvation. And the powerful testimony our brother came to give is something for us to celebrate. Thank God for salvation. It's an experience all of us have benefited from. No money can buy the kind of life you have now. If Christ never came into your life. Yes. I'm imagining the elders and the pastors in front here. A, a drunkard, Pastor Mohoni. A drunkard, honorable Juambo. Sometimes it does not occur to us how a drunkard Dr. Bates would have been. <laughs> Speaking Chichewa. Wow, drunk. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. When he's drunk, he'll all be speaking Chichewa because I used to have my father and when he was drunk, he was speaking English. And so I'm thinking for him when he's drunk, he'll be speaking what? Chichewa. The opposite. Don't you think so? <laughs> Thank God for the gift of salvation. I mean, salvation has done a lot to us. That's what some of us can be stress-free. Without Jesus and the kind of challenges that come to life, life will be hopeless. But thank God for salvation. thank God for Jesus. We can keep going and be sane. Not, not running mad. You are still sane. In spite of the happenings in Malawi, you are still going on. And the reason you are still going on is because Jesus has made you a different kind of a person. And if it was not for him, uh, drugs, 
some, 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 some things people run to to find solace for their stresses and weariness is what would have been indulging ourselves in. But for salvation, we can be in church and thank God for Sunday. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why somebody sang a song, Where could I be? Without Jesus, something like that. Some people sang, and it was a powerful song. Thank God that we are saved. Uh, ask your friend, are you also saved? Are you, are you really saved? Or you just raised your hand and went to the front? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Please, we may be seated. <clears throat> Let's appreciate God for the worshipers. God bless you. God bless you, worshipers. Amen. Hallelujah. We had some powerful announcements uh, Pastor Mikani was bringing to us. Thank you, Pastor, for communicating forthcoming events. Uh, once again, I want to welcome you if this is your first time. Welcome to the house of the Lord. And we are in a season of prayer. And we have added a fast to our praying. Amen. Amen. So may we see you during the sessions. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I'm praying all leaders will be praying. All leaders will be fasting. Praise God. There was a certain announcement that was made. I wanted to add weight to it. It's about the Word Alive Christian Academy. Um, I would like you to consider bringing your children to a Christian school because of the world and what is being introduced in the world. Uh, most, most international schools expose our children in their extracurricular activities to witchcraft in Malawi. Witchcraft. And that's why our children end up growing up becoming uncomfortable with Christianity. The, very, the formative years of our children is very important. I pray may your choice be based on faith and not status. Most of us, our choices as to where our children go to school is based on faith or on status other than faith. We don't even mind what our children are exposed to. We want to flow with a certain status. May we reconsider our ways. The family is under attack. And much of the attack is getting to the children. Those attacking families have considered that most of you, they cannot change your mind. But the child, they can change his 
a mindset. I pray you shall consider the matter seriously. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I also want before I preach to say that next month we'll be having becoming a good shepherd camp. Now from the 13th to the 17th of February with Bishop Eddie Adi from Ghana. Uh, you better get ready. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is for all pastors, all shepherds, all workers. The, a worker is everybody that works in church. Whether you are a musician, a worshiper, an usher, you are involved in the Abba ministry. You may not be leading a ministry. But you work and serve the Lord. And it's a powerful uh, camp that we all must attend. Because this year we shall labor like we have never labored before. And more laborers shall join the team. Hallelujah, your friend, I see you becoming a laborer in the Lord's vineyard. Uh, no more just uh, sitting on the chair. Your season of spiritual retardation is over. Do you remember from last Sunday? The glorious generation is not a retarded generation. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you growing in wisdom, in stature, and in favor with both God and man. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you growing. Men, you shall grow. A man should be strong-hearted. Hallelujah. Amen. Ah, I see the young men shall also become strong. Young men, I want to see you at Kamu Stadium tomorrow. We've got a powerful football match. And amen. The game is at 7.30, so from Shaka service, we'll rest a little bit, then we'll go for football. Don't say we are fasting. We still, we still play games while we are fasting. Pastor Jidan scored a good score yesterday. From a distance, it was a kill. Keeper, no chance. Keeper had no chance. Hallelujah. But the team did somehow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, praise God. So I want to see you tomorrow. Uh, it's very important that Amuna Alimbe windy and we are going to fellowship together to strengthen one another. And that kind of a gathering is one of the places. Hallelujah. Men are going to be men. And they are going to grow in stature and be strong. I found out that most of those that were playing football yesterday are weak. How do you play for five minutes and they have to substitute you? Five minutes, five, five minutes and you can't run anymore. The pastor should be surpassing you in running. You young men. 
Hata sijangaiwa. Njaombili nsima hiyo era magomo. Hallelujah. I want to make my last communication before we go into the word. We would like to appeal to those that can help in the photography in the media ministry with a focus on photography. But as well as videography. Now if you would like to get involved meet Pastor Godwin at the end of the service. Register your name and your number as well. A very professional photographer is going to train people in the coming days. You cannot get that kind of professional person anywhere apart from weather life. Elder Malumbo is an internationally renowned photographer. He's, he's not a joke. Yes, so he's going to train you in not, not just not taking a picture from a phone yeah, then you think you are also a photographer <laughs> so you learn the art of taking pictures and the art of making pictures making pictures is not the same as taking pictures uh, so you will register with Pastor Godwin. He's sitting here. I now need to learn that he sits on my left. Uh, since he became RP2. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you ready for the word? We don't have baby dedication, do we? We don't, eh? Aye. We don't have Holy Communion. On my announcements, these are things that always appear. Baby dedication, Holy Communion. Characteristics of a glorious generation. I'm preaching on the subject, the rising of a glorious Generation. And so far, I believe we have looked at four characteristics. Number one, this generation is anointed. Number two, this generation is blessed. Number three, it's a generation of people that are vessels for honor in the hands of the Lord. They are laborers. They save the Lord. They work for the Lord. Hallelujah. And yesterday we looked at that glorious generation is not a retarded people. Hallelujah. May greatness become your ultimate. Oh, I just released an, an, a mantle for greatness on your life. I say, may greatness become your ultimate. May you never remain small. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, your beginning may be small, but may, may your end greatly multiply. Amen. Amen. Today we want to look at the, the last characteristic of the glorious generation. It's a winning generation. It's victorious. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a generation of victorious people. And I keep winning. Oh, 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 oh. 
I keep on winning. Yes, I keep winning. Oh, I keep on winning. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I believe somebody shall be encouraged. And may God raise you up from your lowest point. And may he help you today. Amen. Amen. So the glorious generation is a victorious people. Every child that is born in this generation, in one way or the other, they end up being victorious and triumphant. Hallelujah. Amen. Victory from what? Number one, victory from hopelessness. Victory from hopelessness. Today may you receive a victory from any state of hopelessness. Whatever is hopeless in your life, it shall be overcome. Hallelujah. Amen. In Genesis 18, Genesis 18, we have the story of Abraham and Sarah. If you read from verse 9 to 14, uh, God was telling Abraham that Sarah was going to have a child. Somehow Sarah overheard the conversation and Sarah laughed because she thought her situation had turned out to be a hopeless situation. But the Almighty God, instead of saying, oh, because you laughed, then it shall never work, didn't change his mind. And the Lord shall not change his mind about your destiny. Your current situation will not make God change his mind about your tomorrow. Our God has called you to victory. God has called you to over overcome. You are more than a conqueror. Through Christ that strengthens you. I see you rising on your feet. Rising from your fallen steps. You shall run again the rest that is before you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe God was saying you can laugh the way you want. But Isaac shall still be born. All of you that are thinking your situation is hopeless. Today, I bring you good news. In the name that's above every name, your Isaac shall be born. I said your Isaac shall be born. I said your Isaac shall be born. In the name of Jesus. There is no hopeless case with our God. Jeremiah 32-37 says that our God is the God of all flesh. There is is, there is nothing hard for him. I might have mixed up the verses. In, in Ezekiel 37, I want to talk about some bones. As a dead situation. God caused dry bones to live. What is hopeless shall be a, a, a source of hope for many from now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Dead bones, he made them to live. 
the bones we find in Ezekiel 37 were not just dead bones they were dry bones they were very dry yet the almighty God caused his servant to prophesy and the dry bones came back to life the God who can make dry bones to live again Mulungu. will turn around your hopeless situation. Hopelessness can place you in a state of discouragement. Hopelessness can place you in a state of depression. Now, discouragement is dissatisfaction with the past. Discouragement is informed by a dissatisfaction with your past. It is also informed by a distaste with your current or present situation. And where you are discouraged, you have got a distrust about where you are going. You don't have hope about where you are going. So you are very dissatisfied, very frustrated about your past. You don't enjoy what where you are in the present. And as far as the future is concerned, no hope, no trust. It, it, discouragement comes when we become blinded. We become blinded about even what God has already done in our yesterday. You're discouraged that you may never go into the future. Yet, yesterday God did some mighty things in your life. May you never forget the mighty hand of God that has rescued you from where you are coming from. May you never forget the salvation God has brought upon your life. And the God that has brought you to where you are, he shall take you from your hopeless situation into the future that he has for you. Let nobody cheat you. God is finished with you. Uh, possibly he has just started. I say possibly he has just started. Align yourself with the will of God. Align yourself with the word of God. He holds the future for you. Do not allow yourself to sink into a state of hopelessness. He has prepared victory for you. And one of the areas of victory is victory over hopeless situation. As hopeless as Malawi may look, you can still have hope that God can turn around Malawi in 52 days. I said, God can turn around Malawi in 52 days. I said, as hopeless as it looks, whether with cholera, 
that looks like nobody cares because cholera should not be among us in 2023 cholera cholera registers or, 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 or speaks or, or brings a bad reflection on what we have been you know cholera is a, is, is a disease for the undeveloped the poor. And also well, I was just running away from that word. Cholera is, is a disease for the, the poor. So if there were years we didn't have cholera, it means those were years we were rich. And if we are having cholera, it means now we are poorer. It's a disease you should be ashamed about. And people should be ashamed that there is even cholera among them. Closing our schools. Because of cholera. Cholera that started in March 2022. Cholera And we are behaving like we never knew there was cholera around. We'll suck you. And I keep winning. Oh, I keep on winning. Yes, I keep winning. Oh, I keep on winning. Please pray for the pastor. When you are hopeless and feeling discouraged, you have placed yourself in a state of ingratitude for the blessings of yesterday. You are indifferent to the opportunities of today. And you are insecure about the strength of the future that is ahead of you. Discouragement, hopelessness is a state of unawareness, being unaware of the presence of God or the workings of God. And, and it is also a state of becoming unconcerned for the needs of others an unbelief in the promises of God's word. That's what will lead you to becoming hopeless. The dry bones can live again. The broken walls of Jerusalem can be rebuilt in 52 days. And if you've been to Jerusalem, those walls were not mean walls. And when you hear Nehemiah rebuild them in 52 days, then you start to understand God can do anything. There is nothing too hard for 
There is nothing like a hopeless situation for God. Malawi is not hopeless for God. I say Malawi is not hopeless for our maker. It may look hopeless for man. Man may say there there is no cure, there is no hope. But with God all things are possible. So in life there are Things that may look absolutely or totally hopeless. Where you think there's just no way out. No way out through them. Uh, Nothing by defeat is what we are seeing ahead of us. But you see, discouragement is a tool the devil uses. The glorious generation shall not sink into depression, into discouragement, shall not sink into hopelessness. I see you overcoming hopelessness. I see you overcoming frustration. Me too, me too. I see you overcoming frustration. I said I see you overcoming frustration. You are rising. Where things have not worked, you are rising. Hope shall rise again that you are going to go through. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And then there's light at the end of the tunnel. With God, all things are possible. So, so, so hopelessness makes you feel like there is no solution to life and the things will remain the same forever. That's, that's a state of hopelessness. But look, look at Ezekiel. In verse 1, the Bible says, And the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And the valley was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. An image of a hopeless a, a nation of Israel in captivity. A virtually dead nation. No hope. No future. Lifeless. Scattered. Bleached white. Conquered an army full of corpses, not living soldiers. Scattered across the battleground, but dead. Humanly speaking, no way out. Humanly speaking, there's no way they can ever rise again from such a defeat. It's impossible. It's impossicant. Impossicant. It can't happen and it is impossible. That's the word impossicant. So some of us, we get to that place where we say, Pastor, this is impossicant. It is impossible and can't happen. But God 
Majors in imposicants. I'm hitting around your imposicant situation. May God turn around your own situation. Uh, next time you shall stand here and you shall testify. A God turned away, turned around my tight. Hallelujah. I see God turning around your hopeless situation. You are receiving victory over hopelessness. So there may be times we go through where we feel defeated, we feel desperate, and no possibility of hope for tomorrow. See, even if they say your womb is already dried, at least one thing that is true, there is still life in that womb. I said, there's still life in that womb. So a child shall come forth. I said, a child shall come forth. Even if they had said it is dead, these bones were not just dead. They were dry dead. Hallelujah. They were dry God can do anything. Ah, ah, may you conquer your hopelessness. May you overcome a, a state of hopelessness in your life. God can turn around your life. God can turn around your situation. God can turn around your husband. Your wayward husband can come home. Your wayward children can come home. Our God majors in such a situation. God holds the answer to hopeless situations. And in verse 3, he says, Son of man, uh, can these bones live? Ezekiel says, So I answered. Hallelujah. Uh, may, may you have the right answer. And the answer is that God knows. The answer is in God. The answer for your situation is in God. God may ask the question. Don't don't consider yourself wise, analytical and scientific. Uh -uh, God is more than you. Ezekiel said, Oh Lord, you know. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, you know. And may God give you direction about what he knows. For he knows better for tomorrow. He knows better what your future holds. May he give you a word. So in verse 4, in verse 4, the Bible says, again, he said to me, prophesy, prophesy, speak a word to these bones. Hallelujah. Amen. Say to them, oh dry bones, oh dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. I don't know what you are dead situation is. May that situation hear the word of the Lord. Ha, I say may your situation hear the word of the Lord. Which means the situation has to align itself to the word of God. Failure must hear the word of God. 
I say failure must hear the word of God. Sickness must hear the word of God. Disease must hear the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Joblessness must hear the word of the Lord. I say joblessness must hear the word of God. A divorce situation must hear the word of the Lord. But there is a word of God for every hopeless situation. I say there is a word for every hopeless situation. There is a word for every situation. There is a word for every sickness and disease. There is a word for every failure. There is a word for every pain. Are you hearing the word of God? There is a word for every divorce. There is a word. You bones. You bones. You dry bones. Ah, and the prophet is not refusing that the bones are dry. Faith does not deny the state of affairs. Faith is not presumptuous. Faith acknowledges facts. Facts they change. Facts they change. Facts. They change. Facts, they change. For a fact, they might have tested you and said you have got an incurable situation. That's a fact. Incurables have become curable. And that fact can be reversed. It can be a fact that in your wallet, if you open it, there is not even. Money I said they are not forever. It's a fact. You may be facing a crisis. A marital crisis. You see, God majors in, in dry bones. The dryness of your affair. He can bring witness to it. That says the Lord God to these bones. Surely I'll cause breath to enter into you. And you shall live. Hallelujah. Amen. You shall live. Your dead situation shall become alive. Oh, may, they, may you hear a word from the Lord concerning your dead bones, your dry bones. Hallelujah. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So Ezekiel says, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling. And the bones came together. Bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them. And the skin covered them over. But there was no breath. Now, it would look 
silly or absurd to, to, to address dry bones, to speak to dry bones. Something that has got no ears or no chance of hearing. Or, or, or in this situation, no chance of changing. But yet the Lord is saying, speak to it. What naturally in your life looks has no chance of changing. All it needs is the word of the Lord. I said, all it needs is the word of the Lord. I want you to picture Ezekiel standing in the middle of a battlefield among corpses, but they are no longer just corpses. Maybe even the stinking stench is over because what's remaining is bones. And now he needs to preach to them. And this is a prophetic vision that he has concerning the nation of Israel. That life can come again on this nation. God can restore again these people. So he speaks for God. And therefore they who listen are hearing the voice of and when God's word goes forth things happen hallelujah Amen. when God speaks his word things happen things happen well things happen when God speaks to darkness let there be light and light starts to what light shows up and darkness can't comprehend light darkness become confused in the midst of light let me tell you don't join the confusion of darkness when darkness is becoming confused you, you should also not be confused the problem with us sometimes is when things are manifesting in a certain way even after we prayed we don't believe that it is answers to what we prayed so we, we start becoming confused are you hearing me? Like, like you've been praying against corruption and, and things are manifesting and then you are worried it's too much it's too much because it has always been there I mean, mm. you haven't even seen the big things so then, then you start to become hopeless yes. but you've been praying against corruption like today, I was supposed to be praying against corruption at BIM. I was supposed to be in the, in the function today. My prayer item was to pray against. When we pray, do we believe? Do we believe things shall happen? 
the sons. As ways as lovely as the sons. When we say this, do we believe? It is too much. Why do we look hopeless when things are happening now? You are overwhelmed. You haven't seen anything. You've just seen a tease. If they would show everything. Hallelujah. Amen. There's hope. Especially when things are revealed. Mm. May you not be among the ones who were involved or took part. <laughs> Go and return. Hallelujah. When the word of God goes out, something will happen. I said something will happen. If it is the word of God, a shaking will happen. Noises will happen. A rattling will happen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know for how long this army had been dead. Whether rains had fallen. Or it was just the same the same season. But very likely if they had reached a place of where they were completely dry, skin has been off it. It means that time had passed. And if rain had come, Mafuba inana some bones. a complicated situation. Hopeless. And that's what Malawi has been. Complicated and hopeless. Mafuba should come out. Amen. They will come running. <laughs> there has to be a rattling before the life comes. I said there has to be some noise. And I don't think we like the noise. No, 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 because we wanted just the, the life to come. But there has to be some noise. And there will be some confusion. You're praying the situation to change, but you're also confused. You're confused because of what is going on. Because confused because fly, bones are flying into their places. A lot of bones were misplaced. They were in wrong places. Oh, I'm preaching. This is about the nation of Israel, but how, how, how fitting it is for us. 
the prophet was about the restoration of the nation of Israel. But how fitting it fits exactly the mode of where we may be as a people. Friends, when the word of God is spoken, the word of God is living. The word of God is active. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God shall not return to God's voice. It shall accomplish the purposes for which it was sent. The word of God will never fail. When the word of God is spoken, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, may you have hope through the word. I say, may you have hope through the word. Romans 15, 4 says, For whatever things are written before word, written for our learning, that we, through the patience, and the comfort of the scriptures may have hope. May have hope. May you move from your hopelessness. As, as I'm speaking the word, may you be encouraged. May you be strengthened. The word of God gives us testimonies. Uh, in fact, that's what all the word of God is about. It's testimonies. Of the past. Of what God has done before. That's what is in the word of God. Testimonies of his miraculous mighty hand. And then it also contains promises for the future. That we may endure our today. That we may be encouraged in our today. You see, every conflict Christ had with Satan. Jesus overcame his obstacles through the word. He declared it is written. And you see, his word is a lamp to our feet and a light. His word. May you hear a word. What God made Ezekiel to do was to speak the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord opens up the future for you so you can see that your hopelessness has you know, an end towards the, 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 where you are moving to. Amen. Amen. And the word of God, when it is inspired by the Spirit of God, and it is declared, that which was dead becomes alive. So he tells him in verse 9, prophesy to the breath prophesy son of man and say to the breath that says the Lord God come from the four winds oh breath and breathe on these slain that they may live somebody say the word and the spirit come on again say the word 
and the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. The glorious generation has to believe God on his word. Trust God on his power, his anointing, his abilities. The word and the spirit. The word of God is the light. Your word is a lamp. The word of God is the light. And when light goes out, darkness can't comprehend it. The word of God is the light. The spirit of God gives sight. The spirit of the Lord gives sight. The word of God is the light. Romans 10, 8, 10. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Second ah, Corinthians 3.17 Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. Hallelujah. The spirit needs to come into play. Amen. Amen. I may the spirit of the Lord move into your situation. The spirit of God brings resurrection. The spirit of the Lord raised Jesus from the dead. And if that spirit dwells in you, the Bible says he shall also raise your mortal bodies. Hallelujah. The word is light. The spirit brings life. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Spirit of God bring life in the name of Jesus. May there be life in your dead situation. I pray may the power of God work for you today. So this glorious generation has victory over what? Hopelessness. Over what? Hopelessness. Ah, may you walk as one that has overcome. May you walk with hope. Even hope against against where there is no hope. Ah, may you still hope. May you still expect. May you walk in expectation. And the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Ah, whatever you are believing God for, it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. May you hear the word of God. In your hopeless situation, may the word be pronounced over your life. For faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So where there is hopelessness, it is where there is faithlessness. And if you want faithlessness to God, you have to hear God. And God spoke to Ezekiel. And may God speak to your life. May God bring a word into a barren situation. Ah, there shall be life. There shall be life. Or you shall carry your own child. I said you shall nurse your own child. In the name of Jesus, receive the word that brings hope on your life. The glorious people believe in God. 
They have victory over doubts. Victory over doubts. Where your parents have doubted, you shall not doubt. Where your forefathers have doubted, you shall not doubt. May God give you victory over doubts. I said, may God give you victory. You see, one day, the man of God was being hosted by a well-to-do Shunammite woman who made them a room to stay. One day, the man of God says, but what can we do for this woman? And um, called upon her even to inquire from her. What shall we do for you? In Second Kings chapter 4, uh, if you read from verse 8 going forward. And the, the woman said, I live among my own people. I live among you have been concerned about us with all this care. Uh, what can I do for you? What, what should I do for you? Hallelujah. Amen. What should I do for you? You, if you, if you, 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 you are someone that likes dissecting scripture in a religious manner. You say he's being wrong. He should be. He should rather be asking, "What should I ask God to do for you?" But the man of God asked her, "What should I do?" Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king? What should I do for you? Or to the commander of the army? And she answered, I dwell among my own I'm not like you. You are the one I should be doing things for you. This is not your home. You are passing by. I should be helping you. I'm home. All things are okay with me. So he said, what then is to be done for her? So this is no longer a question to her. I believe he is now thinking, talking to Gehaz. Look, look, have you heard her answer? She seems to be complete. Self-container. Sufficient. So what, what, what should we do for her? And Gehaz answered. Actually, she has no son. And her husband is old. Meaning, it's a dead situation. It's not just the husband is old. It means a lot. The husband can no longer labor. 
can't work. There is no strength. So the two are combined. One, she has no son. And um, and the husband is useless. Mamuna yonde. Are you listening to the scripture? Because sometimes we just read and we just pass through the scripture. We haven't, we haven't even heard what the scripture is So they are in a dead situation. This, this lady, the need for a child was no longer a need. She had prayed and then she had stopped praying. This is how things should do. So even if somebody tells you you have a need, you don't see it as a what? It's no longer a need. Yes. Do, do, do you know those kind of statements? So he said, What is then to be done for her? What in the chami? Think and she did. Verse 15. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. <laughs> Then he said, About this time, but so that says the Lord, yeah. about this time, next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your maid servant. May you have victory over every doubt of your life. I say, may you have victory over every doubt of your life. The glorious generation has overcome all doubts. No man of God. No. no. Yeah. For you, you are a man of God. A man of God. Uh -uh. Yeah. Oh, we're reading scripture. Verse 17. But the woman conceived and bore a son when the appointed time had come of which Elisha had told her. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The just shall live by the Bible announces it four times in different parts that the just shall live by faith. God said, awake who shall reverse it. Isaiah 43.13 When I do something, nobody can hinder. When I wake, Nobody can change what I'm doing. When I've decided to do something, no one can stop me. 
Psalm 33 verse 8. Let the earth fear before the Lord because he spoke and it is done. If God speaks it doesn't matter who is doubting. The Shunammite woman doubted. And even said you lie. But at the appointed time, it still came to pass. May all your doubts be overcome. overcome. I said, may all your doubts be overcome. In Psalm 33 verse 11, the Bible says, the counsel of the Lord shall stand. What God has spoken shall come to pass. The counsel of the Father shall stand forever. Hey, the promise God has made about your future, it shall come to pass. Never mind the rattling of the bones. Never mind the noise. Never mind the mess we may be going through. Never mind the deprivation. Never mind the sinking. Never mind it looks like things are becoming worse other than better. The weight of the Lord stands. The counsel of Yahweh stands. He has spoken and he shall do it. He shall do it. Finally, victory over mockers. The glorious generation is a victorious generation. Victory over hopelessness, victory over doubts, and victory over mockers. When you read Genesis 21, let me try to be quick. My time is over. Verse 1 to 6, quickly. Genesis 21. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said. Hmm. Ah, may God visit you according to his word. Ah, may God visit you according to his word. May God visit Malawi according to his word. Ah, Malawi has been going through a birthing process. May the best pangs be shortened. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, according to his word, according to his promise. And the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. Hallelujah. Run it through. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age. He bore Abraham a Son. Wow. She didn't bear herself a son. She bore Abraham a son. Yeah. Powerful things. At the same time of which God had spoken to him. Verse 3. Verse 3. And Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old as God had commanded him. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh. And all who hear will laugh with me. Your mockers shall be silenced. Haraba setakayanda. Hayeke takayanda rababa. 
Hallelujah. Amen. May God make you laugh. I said, may God make you laugh. Those that laughed at you, they shall now laugh with you. I said, they, they that mocked you, that Ama, laughed at you, they shall now laugh with you. Because in life, things don't happen to you. In life, things happen for you. If you are a child of God. And they that laughed at you, they were making things happen for you. They shall now join you and laugh with you. They will party with you. They will have a bride, a baby shower with you. They will attend the baby shower. And they, they will compensate their laughing with big gifts. So there are many of us who have been mocked in the past. Where is your God? You keep praying. You keep going to church. The mockers shall not have the last laugh. I say your mockers will not. Aye. Will not. They will not. Aye. They will not have the last laugh. He has reserved it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. This time, God will make you laugh. And those who hear will laugh this time with you. God will make you laugh. God will make you laugh. This time it's no longer a laugh of doubt. It's a laugh of joy. The other one was a laugh. This is mind. Because nothing was working for you. They are coming back. 
I said they are coming back. I hear the word of the Lord. So shall it be on your life. So shall it be on your life. Because a glorious generation is a generation of victors. Victors. I see victory on your side. Victorious over the enemy known or the enemy unknown. The enemy within, the enemy without you shall overcome. The enemy without is cooperating with the enemy within to bring you down. But they shall all see the victory of God. The enemy without has found some enemies within and have cooperated about your downfall. But instead of downfall, they shall see your victory. I said they shall see your victory. The enemy without has used the fifth rank within to know what is happening within so he may bring you down from within. But both the enemy without and the enemy within, they shall see that victory is for the glorious generation. They came over to the brothers, sisters and the uncles and aunties and the, the kinsmen of, of, of Samson. Take us to where he is. So say, I'll remain here. We know he's in the mountain. They went. That's the enemy within. He's the betrayer. He's the what? Betrayer. He's the betrayer. He has appeared like he's a friend. And you have been confiding issues to them. Issues that are very private. Not knowing they have been sent. And they are telling them all the stories. Oh, this. And, and uh, they, you don't know they are recording. Hey. You don't know. You don't know. You are innocent. And sincere. And say, this person has always helped me. He's been an informer in my life and given me information. And they are freely speaking. And they are recording. But you don't know if they have been sent by the enemy without. To bring you down. So Samson says to the enemy within, just make sure I don't fall in your hands. You, you are, we, are, we know each other. So, so me, I can't fight you. But just take me Mundimang, to the enemy within. So they took him to the Philistines. When he arrived among the Philistines, the Bible says, we are, Bible. I think we are in Judges chapter number 15. Oh, it was a 15 I mean. The Bible says, Bible the, the, the fetters they bound him with, him, the, the singer they singer melted singer. like wax. I see victory coming out. The enemy within shall see that God is on your side. I say, shall see that God is on your side. And they melted like wax. Because all, all he told them is, tell as long as you, you don't kill me yourself, take them, take me to the face. And when the the, the, the fetters melted, there was a job bone by the side of an ass of a donkey. He picked it, and by the time he was finished, it was a heap upon miru miru heap. 
Amiru Amiru With the jawbone of a donkey Hips upon Chaburu With the jawbone of a donkey Have slain a thousand men May God grant you victory it was the relatives of Samson that handed him over to the Philistines. If the enemy is within, God will take care of that. And if the enemy is without, God will also take care of that. Whatever the enemy has planted in you, that is causing delay, it shall now be uprooted. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, shall be fully restored. In Jesus' name, receive your victory. The glorious generation is a victorious generation. So we are saying as I conclude, the glorious generation is an anointed generation. It is a blessed generation. Hallelujah. Amen. It is a generation of servants, workers for God. And it is a generation that is not retarded. And it's a generation of a people that know victory. Receive the victory of the Lord. Victory over sin. Victory over trials. Victory over temptations. Victory over sickness and disease. Victory over every hopeless situation. Victory over doubts. In the name of Jesus, may you walk from here as a man that is a winner. As an overcomer, as more than a conqueror, or you shall overcome every battle. Whatever the enemy has thrown to you, it's not going to bring you down. You are rising. You are rising to glory. You are rising to a higher level of glory. You are rising to a higher level of faith. A higher level of strength in the name of Jesus. Receive the impartation. Receive the working of the Spirit of the Lord. Receive the word of God with gladness. May it profit your life. And may all worries be taken away. May all doubts be taken away. May you be an overcomer in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Receive the blessing of the Lord. May the week ahead of you be a glorious week. May it be full of the presence of the Lord. May you walk from power to power. From strength to strength. From glory to glory. And may it be well with you. In this coming week, may the Lord deliver you from anything that will bring pain. And anything that will bring sorrow. May you have good success. And may you prosper in your way. Therefore, may the Lord keep you. And may his countenance shine upon you. And may he give you peace. May he give you rest. Until we meet again. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. Oh, you are blessed of the Lord. To order a CD of this message or a DVD, you can email us at media at weatherlife.mw. 
or send a text or call this number 0881 0881-164-448 or visit the Word Alive Ministries International Campus off Mandala Road behind Blantyre Market in Blantyre Malawi.